0: Welcome to... Alphabet! (laughs) Drippings! Aren't court-mandated friendships fun? I'm Ben. I'm Alex. And I'm Matt. How about we dive into some stories? Matt, By gum, what's our first story
1: today? Our first story today is called Silent Wings by J.B. Hovercraft.
2: Ah, yes. It was not long after my narrow escape from the St. Jimothy Estate that I finally worked up the courage to leave my home once again. I had worn out my old copy of Uncle Sappy's Ten-Cent Sunday Giggles and had grown tired of watering mother's dead plants. So it was that on a bright sunny day, in July of 1924, I set out for my front stoop with the jaunty strains of get that shoe out of my cupboard running through my head. You see, it was a very popular song at the time as it was the lead number from the very popular musical review, Love and Clothing in the Land of Happy Time. As I strolled out onto the lane, I recalled Ronston telling me about some very fine gardens that were kept near the university. As it was a lovely day, and I had been known to enjoy a nice plant now and then, I decided to spend my afternoon thence. It wasn't long before I turned the corner and beheld the loveliest greenhouse any boy could imagine. Surely inside that glass palace were kept the most exotic and charismatic plants of them all, and surely those plants would make for a delicious feast for the senses. I stepped inside the glass door and beheld a wonderland of color. Leaves as big as my parasol. Flowers that smelled of honey and innocence. I didn't want to leave. Just as I was beginning to make plans to make this paradise my permanent residence, I saw one of them. At first I thought it was just another flower, but then it moved. It had two large wings, a tiny head, and two long antennae that protruded from its unnatural-looking face. It was not the creature's alien appearance that startled me the most or the bizarre up-and-down motion of its papery wings. It was that this creature, no matter what it did, remained completely silent. All animals make some sort of noise, but not this one. Clearly, this creature must be from the far reaches of space. I deduced that by its presence inside the greenhouse, it must require moist, controlled air and strange plant secretions. In order to survive on Earth, the creature seemed to be studying me staring at me with its tiny alien eyes, pointing its antennae at me in a seemingly harmless, but utterly sinister fashion. It was no longer safe for me or any poor soul to be here.
1: All right, boys and girls, hold out your cup of
2: nectar and they'll come right up and land on your arm. What devilry is this? Children? So close to this tiny space beast? Fool, their succulent flesh will be the first to be devoured. He must be warned. I say, plant person, get those children out of here this instant. You're all in very grave danger. Sir, there's no need to be alarmed. This is a safe place to interact with nature. Here, take a cup of nectar. Good heavens, that fool has one of them sitting on his shoulder. The creature is controlling this dolt's mind with its devilish antennae. That mysterious red liquid must be the chemical that's keeping them alive. Clearly they've trained him to cultivate their life juice in preparation for taking control of the planet and all its inhabitants. Get that filth away from me, man! Can't you see what they've done to you? Get rid of that viscous filth this instant! Hey, what gives? In that moment, the entire tray of red life juice was sloshed all over my strolling jacket and jumpers. I had become a sticky mess and a beacon for every winged alien thing in that cursed greenhouse. I began to slowly walk backward toward the exit I could already tell that my demise was imminent. Slowly they came, out from behind giant leaves and elegant lily petals. From under delicate canopies of snapdragons, from every corner of that glass prison they came. One by one they surrounded me until every inch of my being was covered by their tiny alien faces, their robotic, papery wings, their horrific, spindly antenna reaching for my mind my soul, what was left of my sanity. They were going to take it, I tell you. By heaven, they already had. Before I knew what had happened, they had already infiltrated my mind. The room went dark. There was no noise, no sounds of happy children, no chirping of gentle birds, no sounds, only wings. I was being buried alive by thousands of translucent papery wings. Get out of my mind, tiny demons! Get out! Oh, I could see their plans. Their home planet. The great rocky prisons they had built for the captivity of mankind. Oh, I could see it. We will never return to this green land. There is only one future! The entirety of my being and all of my cursed progeny will live out the eons in service to these evil winged creatures! Leave my mind, you filth! At least leave me that! <laughs> Ah! And so in the end, it turns out that the real treasure was inside each of them all along. Oh, how nice. See, I like when a story ends like that. It was their organs, you see. What? Their internal organs were the real treasure. Ugh, that's kind of
0: gross. They're the greatest gift of all. Say, that reminds me. It looks
2: like it's story time again. What story do we have, Alex? Well, we'll hear a message from one of our sponsors first, but then our next story is actually a song by our friend Portly Chesspiece. He's hoping this can turn into the next dance craze.
0: Disinterested Diamonds. Hi, I'm Merton Sheester, owner of Disinterested Diamonds.
1: Merton Sheester, owner of Disinterested Diamonds.
0: Here at Disinterested Diamonds, we don't care about your reasons for buying our jewelry. I didn't want to buy the bitch a rock, but after she caught me tilling her mother's winter root crop with my man seed drill, I had to get her something to stave off the divorce proceedings until I could safely launder last year's wages. Those Africans didn't die so I could listen to your problems.
1: Disinterested Diamonds, if you're not willing to find us, you're not worth our trouble
0: oh, just buy it and leave already
1: disinterested diamond.
0: Those chromosomes On to Pro-metaphase Disintegrate that nuclear Envelope Next we've gone To metaphase Even more of you do the mitosis. I mean seriously! Come on! Oh, there's still music going. Oh well! We can run some more Oh Baby! This is great! Oh baby! Now I can't wait. Matt, there's a jello monster in my sink drain. And this time it's not a figment of your imagination? No, he gurgles not-so-sweet-nothings to me when I brush my teeth.
1: How did you determine the monster was a he? I don't like to talk about it. Why? It's anatomical. Oh my. How, how about we have story time instead? I like that. Okay, coming up next is a reality show called The Hayloft.
0: Strangers locked in a barn for four weeks. This is The Hayloft.
2: We interrupt your regularly scheduled bullshit for this more important thing. Oh, oh
0: God! Oh, God! Oh, God!
1: Just calm down, Jacqueline.
0: But but, but it's coming right for us! Jackie, we're on the air.
1: The National Weather Service has issued a tornado warning for the following counties. Barton, Ellis, Rush, Russell, and Stafford. Uh, Until 9.45 tonight. Repeating, tornadoes have been sighted. And this warning is for Barton, Ellis, Rush, Rush, Russell, and Stafford. Jacqueline, we're on the air!
0: Sorry, Harold, I'm just so scared. When I moved to Kansas, I didn't think it'd be like, you know, Kansas. I mean, well, well, you know what I mean? But
1: Jacqueline, we've been through this. We have a job to do.
0: Harold, do you want to die today? Because I I'm st-
1: sorry, everyone. Right. I Again, several tornadoes spot. have been Her- sighted I- in I- Central Kansas, I- including I- the I- one I- just decided. outside our Storm Where Team the hell? studio. Oh, but don't worry, I we're don't perfectly safe it. in our okay, state-of-the-art storm-proof I building. Mean, We've locked the doors so okay, she's, so she's not going I, anywhere. What do you mean not going anywhere? <gasps> and I made sure okay. to put horse tranquilizer I, in her coffee. Some, I'm really hoping she'll be fired this time. What
0: do you mean by that? You're, you're trying to sabotage me!
1: No, Jackie, this is the fifth or sixth time you've done this. You need to move back home to Los Angeles and get a job there, where a meteorologist is more of a ceremonial position.
0: Yeah, but I like
1: it here. After all, you you know what they say, folks. You can't work in central Kansas if you can't take a little breeze now and then, right? <laughs> anyway, tornadoes have been spotted in the viewing area, and we'll keep you updated as conditions continue to develop.
2: Now back to that garbage you were watching earlier, you dumb asshole. So Julie and I were sitting in the pig pen, and I put my hand
1: on her butt,
0: and I think she liked it. Not as much as Sandra, but I think she liked what I did. Storytime affects me like that Skin Bracer cologne affects Jack Balance.
1: It soothes and tones your skin? It
0: sure does. I hope all of you out there enjoyed listening. Our goal is to deliver you a monthly dose of weird. If you'd like to contribute with a weird tale of your own, please feel free to email us at email at alphabetdrippings.com. Now we must warn you that we can't promise that we'll record your tale right away or at all, but don't let that stop you from creating weird and fun stuff. Until next time, you've been listening to Alphabet Drippings.
2: Confidence is very sexy, don't you think?